1: for generations to come. Listen to TMI on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. That's right. That's
2: right. I'm Diosa and I'm Mala. We're the creators of Locatora Radio, a radiophonic novela, which is a fancy way of saying a, a podcast. podcast. Welcome to Locatora Radio Season 9. Love, Love at first, first listen. listen.
5: Apple Podcast or wherever you get your podcasts.
7: My next guest is pretty incredible. He is a Grammy award winning singer-songwriter. Y'all, fashion model, he is absolutely brilliant. His writing, he has written for everybody. New solo album out that's um, shaking tables, honey. Um, And um, I'm excited, I'm looking forward to this conversation with Dante Bo. Y'all, I'm excited because I've got a Grammy award-winning singer all things fashion, which I'm excited to talk to you about. <laughs> Songwriter, musician. Uh, please welcome. Come on, y'all. Stand on your <laughs> feet. Everybody rise. The bishop has walked in. <laughs> Everyone, stand to your feet. Give it up for Dante Bo.
8: What's up, man? It's an honor to be talking to you. You're a legend yourself, so thanks for having me.
7: I have to say that I have been Absolutely rooting for you.
8: Oh, thank you.
7: Excited for you. Wanting to scream from the mountaintops for people to shut up. I see parts of my journey and your journey musically and the bridge that I believe you are uh, being, uh, the bridge that you are wanting to be. So congratulations on everything.
8: Thank you, thank you, thank you. I really appreciate that. I appreciate you seeing me and, and uh, you know, seeing yourself in me for sure. It's not easy, you know what I mean? But somebody has to do it.
7: Somebody has to do it. Now, I went from R&B pop to gospel, back to mm-hmm. R&B. People, you know, might call me, you the flip the bopper. You went from Destiny's Child to gospel. Then you did more Destiny's Child. Then y'all keep popping up. Blah, 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 but. It's rare to see someone from gospel making a transition. I'm not y'all. Before y'all start rumors, I'm not saying Dante has left gospel and is just straight to R and B. Unless that's an announcement he gonna make one day. I, I don't know. <laughs> I don't see it. I don't know. Um, right. I, I just find someone. Uh, all things music. Um, as far as sonically, the words that you say don't have to be uh, necessarily always with a washboard and an organ.
8: Right, 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 right. Yeah. Like, I'm just trying to do what I feel like God has put on my life. You know, it's not like something that me and my team sat around and contemplated, like whether I was going to leave gospel music and do R&B music. It kind of happened organically as I started working on my project. And I've been wanting to do more R&B because I started off doing R&B and kind of started doing... um. Uh, gospel a little bit later it just the gospel stuff is what I kind of took serious at the time so it blew up but um, I feel like now I have a yes to do RB, you know and try to like see you know who I am in that space you know what I mean I believe in influence and like uh God is going to give me influence in that in that arena and I just want to you know take my fans along that journey but I don't know if it's working or not as far as that's concerned but I definitely see that it's doing well. Is the records doing actually better than my last album, which was which was only gospel music?
7: Oh wow! Yeah, (laughs) really. Now okay. So, but did you say you left gospel music? You're not saying you didn't.
8: Yeah, like no, I haven't left gospel music. I'm still. I'm. I'm gonna still do like gospel stuff. I feel like I am more focused now on. This new style, you know, this uh, this R&B, I'm more focused here right Mm. now. Uh, I want to see it through. I want to see it be successful and uh, me make some significant moves in that arena. So I'm focused there. Yeah, right now.
7: Well, y'all, if you look way back to Dante's discography.
8: well, I like that word. That's a word.
7: It's pretty, pretty, pretty long as far as how long you were in the gospel CCM space. Mm. So for me looking at that, it would almost make sense say, hey, I am going to sonically try something else.
8: Right. Exactly. Evolve.
7: Yeah. It definitely makes sense. So definitely congrats on the new self-titled album. I was anticipating it. Could not wait for it to drop. I love (laughs) your voice. I love your style. Um, Again, there was so much anticipation for the album and the energy of Wind Me Up.
6: Yeah. Okay.
7: Where did that vibe uh, come from? Was it like, I think you said it kind of happened later on in the process or did I hear that correctly?
8: Yeah, for sure. Me and me and Victoria Monet got we had the same credit director. And so they were playing like her record somewhere. I think they were trying to figure out the video or something. And I'm like, this is crazy because I was doing this island sound for my record and I heard her um, her song Party Girls. So I started, uh, just dreaming up uh, one more song. I'm like, I need one more song. I'm like, that can like get the party lit or just something that me and my mom are like when we chilling, like, you know, my mom is like, she, she a party girl. Like, you know what I mean? She loved to dance and stuff like that. So a lot of my fast records, my mom inspires. So anyway, I went in the studio, started making this Jamaican sound and, um, it kind of came naturally, but it was definitely inspired by Victoria Monet's last uh, single for mm. sure. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, yeah, and it, it just came out like in my opinion it came out a hit and so I wanted to explore it we took it to Radio 1 and they fell in love with it and so we knew right then that we needed to do a video and, and see it through
7: mm-hmm. well mm-hmm. so we can blame your mom for the fast music right
8: yeah my mom is like yeah she she's still you know they call it twerking I guess <laughs> that's what they said under my comments <laughs> but my mom likes to wind it up you know what I'm saying and so I I like, I want to make music that she feels, you know, my mom's not super churchy, so I wanted to make music that she feels comfortable listening to when she in her car or she don't feel like she got to listen to it just because I'm her son. You know what I'm saying? But it's actually something that she would listen to in her day to day.
7: Yeah. And you grew up in North Carolina. Um yeah. and there were some situations going on. And your mother, you said she's not churchy, but she did come to Christ around the age of 16. Yeah, um yeah. yeah. And so, but I'm I'm assuming she has developed her own relationship with God since then. Yeah. Yeah.
8: Yeah, she's she's very my mom is very confident and comfortable with with who she is and, and who God is in her life. You know, I I definitely Hope one day that I can get there. You know, she doesn't really live a life for people. You know, she okay. so she would say she would say she's a hundred percent a Christian, but she definitely is still Vicky from North Carolina. You know what I mean? She's definitely stayed true to her roots. And hey, she, Vicky! She, yeah, what's up, mom? But yeah, like she she's definitely a, a Christian, but you know, my mom is she
0: she refuses to just be stale. You know what I'm saying? In yeah. tradition.
7: Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. All right. So there are some folks, um, even um, one of my Samantha, you know, where I'm like, OK, we, we've got to uh, get Dante on. His album just came out, and she was like, I love Maverick music. Now, again, people don't know you were on the scene even before Maverick music.
0: And- AT&T Connects and Ode to Podcasts. Connect the alarm. Change the podcast you stream. Connect the snooze. Ten more minutes to dream. Connect the shower lather up with the news sports talk comedians or movie reviews connect with that three-hour philosophy show change the drive to work in traffic so slow connect the dishes to voices that glow thank you to the geniuses of spoken audio connect the stories change your perspective connecting changes everything at&t imagine
9: you ask two people the same exact set of seven questions i'm Mini driver
4: Listen for free on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.
7: Yes, we are going to talk about your debut album, but I need people to kind of know your journey a little bit Um, so they can even see, oh, okay, so this make his evolution make sense.
8: Right, right. For sure. For sure. Yeah. um, Like, yeah, I was doing contemporary. I was the first Black contemporary artist signed the Bethel music. Which was one of the biggest. You had Hillsong, you had Bethel. And so I, I signed that deal and I was a part of that group. And I mm-hmm. started making um, significant moves in the contemporary Christian space, which is hard to do as a black man. You know what I mean? And sometimes I do feel like that is overlooked. You know what I mean? Me charting on um, CCM, like all, like it was my normal thing. And then um, I linked up with. Some of the execs of Maverick at the time, we were just good friends and we started doing that and we had Nay come on and then we had Chandler and then like we just created this group, but it wasn't like this curated group, you know, like like labels would do today. Mm. It was definitely um, natural, kind of how we came together and created that sound. And uh, But yeah, I had been working for maybe like four years, four or five years before that and actually really making some significant, you know, moves mm-hmm. on the radio, so whatever the case may be. Mm-hmm. And so Maverick was just an extension and um I guess just the evolution of, you know, me being in that industry. And what we did was revolutionary, you know what I mean, as far as contemporary and gospel music is concerned. Mm. Yeah.
7: Who have been your inspirations musically?
8: I mean, Destiny's Child was obviously one for yeah. sure.
9: Uh- you know, for,
8: you know what's crazy though? Like, I used to, I was one of those, I was a video geek, like music video geek growing up. Like, you know, it I makes studied.
7: sense. It makes sense. You're yeah, so yeah. creative. Like,
8: and, and so what really pained me is when I got into Christian music, I was like, these videos, are, like I, I knew I couldn't be as creative as I wanted to be. But yeah, like you guys were super influential in my life. And yeah, Lauren Hill and Ty, Tribbett, and Kirk, and I mean, I was really about the theatrics growing up. So, anybody that was doing something that that felt um, inspiring and, and a little bit out of the box, mm-hmm. I probably was watching them and being inspired by them, like Usher, and the, and the and the list goes on and on and on. Yeah, yeah, these are the people that inspired me. Superstars, really, <laughs> honestly.
7: And it's so funny that you named people in whom your sound is nothing like.
8: Right, right, exactly. So
7: how were you able to keep your own sound while yet being inspired by the folks you just named?
8: I used to hate the way my voice sounded. Like, I used to hate the sound of my voice, for real, because it was just always... Even if, though it was cl- more clear when I was younger, it was still raspy. You know, you could tell where I was going. Like you know, y'all, my nephew- he
7: was smoking Newports at the age of seven. Right, right,
8: right. Exactly. Like my my little my little nephew right now has a little raspy voice. It's, it's it's definitely brighter, but it's he has a raspy voice. So anyway, I I was insecure about it, but then you had people like Kim Burrell that came along and Jasmine Sullivan and Molly Music. Mm-hmm. And you had John Legend, who I used to listen to a lot growing up, and then I found you know, this kind of confidence in it all. I knew what I could do and what I couldn't do. And I stopped trying to be everybody else around me and just kind of, you know, owned my own voice. Like, this is what I'm going to, you know, have for the rest of my life. So I need to start owning it. You know what I mean? And I feel like up until now, you know, maybe, maybe the last few years, but definitely now I'm more confident doing this r stuff. I didn't know if I could sound cool or sexy or like, do it make sense? Is it, Warm enough, you know what I mean. So, mm. and you know what I'm talking about because you you have like you have that soul in your voice. You have that like grit, like you know what I'm saying. So, me? anytime you would sing on those records, like I'm sure people know what I'm talking about. Like, you came with the grit, like you had the grit.
7: Can you know I say I mean? something to that? Yeah. Now I feel like I'm thankful for the love and the praise that folks are giving me. I felt like I've been hazed. For twenty-one years, I've been in this game twenty-three now. But you know the revelation I got? What I see comments like, "Yo, her voice and tone is so rich," and blah blah blah. Then I was like, yeah. "But when Destiny's Child came out, y'all was like four. Not y'all as you, but the pe- but I'm I'm seeing that maybe when people get older, they have much more of an appreciation.
0: Uh, for yeah.
7: for the tones that they can, I, this for me I feel like but now you there is a younger demographic than I have that listen to you right mm-hmm. and who are opening up the door for voices that are considered very unique, I didn't feel that I had the commercially acceptable, commercial friendly voice that's on the yeah. radio station
8: right yeah, and I don't think it was normal. I do think it was something that was different outside, out of the box. I think for people that have music appreciation, I feel like we always understood. You know, I was raised in church, so and and I also loved Aretha Franklin and just soul like Gladys Knight. So I, when I heard somebody that could sing, you know what I mean, I just equated it to like, oh, their tone is different. You know, we use words like oh, tone or like oh, like you know what I mean, like, resonance. Yeah, like, we church kids, so we understood that, honestly, what was more difficult for me was hearing a pop voice. Like, that was out of my comfort zone. Like, that wasn't something that I was raised around. My family can sing, and so hearing, a, you know, a traditional pop voice to me was just like, whoa, like, I don't know if I could, you know, when I would get my demos, you know, even for this album, when I would get demos of people sending me uh, songs, I'm like, how am I gonna make sense of that, you know, especially with my voice? You know I'm saying? I always heard you, and I always I always understood your tone. And I think now, not only is it just people understood when they're older, I think now it's just a lot more acceptance in, in general. Like I feel like even the younger crowd understands more vocal uh ability because of jasmine. So just the different people that are out right now. Amy Winehouse came out and all these different. You know, so now it's like, it's cool when you sound different now. Like, people trying to make their voice sound different in the studio.
7: You talking right? people are like, smoke eight cigars before yeah, you... Yeah, <laughs> no,
8: no. For real, like, people want to sound cooler on the, on the. Uh, you know, nowadays, you know. Yep. Than they did probably, like, yeah.
7: Yep. Yeah. Is he, folks got that natural squall or people are uh, are, are uh. doing things, like you said, to make your voice be that. I've got one or two more questions before before I get into the meat of the debut album you got sure. a new album coming out already? Like, you just put out your debut album. Now you've got yeah. something else coming out. But again, y'all, when I look at his discography, it always seems to have been a month or two after this comes out, something else he drops.
8: Yeah. What's so, I'm doing a um I have this collective Amen Music that we're dropping a worship album Friday. And so I wanted to do something special for the fans that have been following my journey the whole time. You know what I mean? And that's what I wanted to say. Like, people try to make you choose this or that. And Mm
4: -hmm.
8: I personally believe it's all going to be successful. And I think if I just stay true to who I am, you know what I mean? I ain't trying to be nothing I'm not already. You know, that's the other thing. People think I'm trying to chase something. That I've never, you know, done before. Whatever the case may be, I've never done it publicly. But this is not something that's new to me. And so, yeah, next week I'm um, doing something with my collective. I got a few songs on there, but it's not a Dante Bo album. But it's okay,
7: okay. Yeah. Now, because you're able to drop new music, is it because you have your own label?
8: Yes, I have my own label functioning infrastructure. Like we, it's like God has been so good to me. Like we, we. We uh, started maybe like eight months ago, and it's already a multi-million dollar label. It's it's doing well. We we've worked our tails off to like make sure that it did well, and uh, my release was successful. And I'm,
7: mm-hmm. I'm mm-hmm. for
8: the team that came around me.
7: It sure. certainly was successful, y'all. He was on a very 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 top rated morning show. <laughs> <laughs> okay. His face was everywhere. There were so many, I don't know, in in our game we call them activations and partnerships. Yeah,
8: yeah, yeah. Yeah. You yeah. know. Yeah, we did we had we did the today show. The morning it came out, we, you know, had deals with BT, billboards BT, Amazon, Spotify, Apple Music ads. It I mean, it was it was and I don't say this with no shade because my last label, Bethel, was great. You know what I mean? But I, I definitely think this was a better.
7: Rollout. Um,
8: yeah, it was definitely better rollout than I've ever done before.
7: Wow. Well, congratulations because it feels good. A, oh, okay. How do I say this? Um, when you have a good rollout, that means you had a budget. Or yeah. you, you <laughs> took great care and stewarded the relationships that you built along the way. Very, very wow. well. So it takes a budget, but uh, for people, to, if you don't know, if you don't have a budget, sometimes it's just nice to be nice to people because you never know X. if you know a producer at the Today Show that can say, hey, uh, can you have Dante? I'm not saying that's what happened, but what I'm saying is I don't want anybody to get discouraged when I set the word budget. Sometimes it is relationships. This world mm-hmm. runs on relationships. It mm-hmm. is so sure. important. I feel like we're at a time where lines are being redefined in so many areas, especially in what it means to be Christian. Yeah. How are, are you feeling that in your life, especially and also the evolution of your music?
8: Definitely. You know what I mean? I feel like I've always been looked at as someone that breaks the rules in a way.
7: Are you a troublemaker is what you're saying.
8: And that's one of the songs on the album is called Trouble. But it's like, I don't try to. I think I'm a lot more honest than my peers sometimes. So it makes me stand out. It's not that I'm doing something different than my friends do. You know, I'm not like super edgy. You know what I mean? To my friends, I'm not edgy. But I think because I will... Be on the uh, on the sprinter dancing the bad bunny publicly. You know it gives people the right the right to just tie and be like, "Oh, he's doing this." Like it's not like now. You
7: brought it up. I didn't when it ha- <laughs> when it happened and you posted it. Were you shocked about the backlash and the fallout of what happened?
8: Yes, I mean here's the deal too. Like I've never been exposed. I've only I'm mm. the one that posted every everything that's happened to me is because I posted. Yeah, it's not like I've never really been exposed, but I I um I posted it because it was such a good moment. We weren't on a party bus first of all, which there's not wrong. Party buses, we're on a sprinter leaving our friend's birthday party, and like any other you know friend group, we just dancing whatever the DJ like whatever the uh. The yeah. person that was controlling the ox is, like, playing. Like, we were having a good time. I was thinking about it. And to the pure, all things are pure. Like, we weren't trying to, I don't know, they're like, you're leading children down the wrong path. I'm like, I wasn't even thinking about all that. Like, I don't even think about that. You know what I mean? As far as, like, listening to a Bad Bunny song in the car. And um, I was shocked that people mm-hmm. would use, like, him kissing the guy beside me and, like, making it, like, a whole thing. Like, that was clickbait. That was not even real. You know what I mean? It's like, we just... 10 people just listening to a good song. And so I was shocked. You know what I mean? I don't know why I was shocked. I think I was naive. Okay. I think I've been very naive in this in this industry in general. You know what I mean? When I do my interviews or when I talk, because I, I feel like um, what I'm saying is not wrong because it's truth.
7: Mm, and okay.
8: Sometimes, sometimes uh, discretion is better than the truth.
7: And well, it it makes you want to not post certain things. It makes you only want to post stuff about your album. It only, it, it, if you're at a concert out to eat, if you post the burger that you had, the comments are going to be, is it beyond burger?
8: Yeah, no thanks.
7: It almost makes you just not want to say anything. And I want to encourage I you. I have
8: mad anxiety about, I have mad anxiety, like after all this stuff, like, like, crazy anxiety. Like, I don't even like posting or saying anything on the internet. I'm just now getting to the point where I where I can explain stuff on the internet or, like, be my normal self. Like, I didn't go live for forever, which I used to love to do that. Like, yeah, yeah it was a lot.
7: And listen, yeah. and listen, you even took a break off of social media, which sometimes that digital detox, you know, is warranted. But I just yeah. want, I don't know you. I just want to encourage you. I, and I'm glad you were, t- you're talking about this on my podcast because this is a safe space and, you know, and people yeah. should be able to share, to share things. Don't explain yourself. Let your work speak for you. It, Cause the news cycle is what, 24 hours, somebody else going to do something tomorrow. And they have, you, yeah. you know what I mean? And so as um, someone would say, I mean, they'll be like, well, welcome to the club. You know, you've made I- it win.
8: Yeah, yeah,
7: for sure. And I know sure. that this is not something that you um purposed. It's not something that you purposely did for even marketing and all that stuff, but it's like, well, it's here, his album is out, and a lot of people have everything to say about uh what you've been doing, you know, the yeah. past few months. So I've seen it, I've been praying, and I understand. I promise okay. you. Michelle understands. You've been known to fans as a gospel singer, but unfairly, you've also been pigeonholed into one way of singing by some. I'm going to use the word bridge. Um, are, are you trying to find that bridge between secular and pop or are you focusing on your personal journey as an
0: artist? at and Connects and Ode to Podcasts.
4: Listen for free on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Mm, Yeah, like,
8: I think it's both and, you know, I get um, DMs from young artists, or they're not artists yet, maybe, but they're in their local church, and they're just like, Thank you so much for, you know, doing this, because this is something that I've struggled with. You know, I, I do love singing about love, but sometimes I feel bad because, you know, I'm mm-hmm. in the church, the case may be, and I could tell that they feel freedom, you know, watching me actually go through it and do it. Because I feel like we've had a lot of gospel artists make gospel songs that cross over. But for somebody to make a, a straight up R&B record, and make an R B video, visual, and like to really believe it, you know what I mean, um, is kind of fresh, I think. And so um, I think it's both, and I, I can see the bridge happening with just different ideas and mindsets are being changed. And I think also I'm focused on my personal journey as an artist. You know, I really do think R&B looks good on me, and I think it sounds good on my voice. And so I'm just going with, kind of the flow i'm doing whatever i feel like god is um allowing me to do
7: okay all right what do you have to say to people who feel like you've left them for secular music (laughs) you've abandoned us dante
8: it's just not true but at the end of the day have i evolved yes i'll be reading comments like I miss the, go back to the Dante that did wait on you. Go back to the Dante that did, I thank God. I'm never going back to any Dante. Like, that. I'm only moving forward. I don't want to go back to that guy. First of all, it's music. And it doesn't have nothing to do with your personal life. I was super depressed. I I, I had a lot of, like, anxieties, you know, getting big so quick in Christian music. Yeah. Um, the same things that are accessible when you're a secular artist are the same things that, is, that are accessible when you're a Christian artist. Like girls, money, sex, like all, like you know, lies, you know, backstabbing, all the stuff is still, it's still the same thing. You still just have to have a personal relationship with God at the end of the day. It's bigger than your genre of music. It's your personal.
7: Mm. And so
8: I'm not going back to a younger version of me. Like you know how much I've learned since then. (laughs) And so I think a lot of people don't like the evolution, you know, but. I think over t- over time, you know, time tells everything. I think over time, people will see that this was better for me. You know, the 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 path that I'm taking right now is a lot better for my mental. Mm-hmm. My mental
7: do you feel free?
8: I feel free. I'm, I'm 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 being freed. Actually, you know, the more I do this, the more I talk to Insider today. I talk to you today, and the more I just. Yeah talk about it and and I hang out. I'm finally hanging with the people I want I choose to hang out with. Like I finally learned how to say no and protect my space. And because I realize I'm a people pleaser. So if I could if I put myself around people that like to be pleased, sometimes I can overwork and overdo. But I I'm so grateful for my team and how they have kept these boundaries in place between us and yeah. and, and also me and some of the world. And um yeah, I think, I think I'm in, in a good place for sure. All
7: right. What's been your go-to for dealing with all the anxiety and stress that's been in response to what's been going on?
8: I take naps now. You know what's crazy? <laughs>
5: How about that? One
8: of, I'm a workaholic, you know. I'm I'm a workaholic. You know, I, I enjoy working. It makes me feel valued, it makes me feel like I'm doing something. Um, and so naps to me is like. All my friends know that's crazy. It's like, whoa! Like do naps now. It's like yeah. I'm gonna take a- every day, and I also um fill myself back up with affirmation. You know, I-, I used to never talk good about myself. I was super critical, not just of others, but was very critical of myself. And I don't really do that anymore. I do give myself flowers. I do. You know, talk about my success more, and and what I think God is doing in my life, and I've I've noticed that that's helped me with my confidence and just believing in myself. Because sometimes you can just read what people are saying about you, and it's like, man, y'all love me, like like you know what I'm saying. Even like you probably been through this. Be like, I know what you're saying, but like you know, look at my fruit. Yeah. Look at my life. Yeah. Look at what I'm yeah. about to do. And I have to speak those truths over my life instead of always listening to what, you know, the naysayers are are saying for short. But, you know, and I pray more.
7: Yes.
8: I pray, I pray more than I read the Bible. And I've been, you know, people get mad when I say that. It's not I'm not proud of it. It's just something that I've learned that is immediate help. Like when I pray, it's like immediately I feel better. Immediately I feel more encouraged, you know, and it is it's, it's very convenient to pray. Yeah. You know, is you know, to read the Bible, you gotta be sitting down somewhere doing all you know, whatever. But I could be in my car when I'm praying. I could be about to go on in an interview and pray. And it's just it's very convenient and it's yes. been helping me
4: a lot.
7: And you have probably already found that your relationship with God is gonna be cultivated probably more outside of a church than it is going to be inside. Um, we put so much pressure on the four walls of the church Sunday ain't should not be the only day that you're praying and reading your Bible.
8: Right. Right. 100%. You
7: know?
8: Is Yeah. I think, I think it's all personal. I, I do enjoy doing it corporately. Right.
7: Yes. But- I love church. And I, okay. Yeah. And, and I've I got a couple more minutes with you, but y'all I'm guilty of just sitting on YouTube searching praise breaks. Uh, <laughs> and putting it on my surround speakers and letting that bass, and I be shouting right with the people. Please, Yo. and and, ooh, and especially if it's like a fifteen minute praise break, I can run through my house. Yes, yes. I can annoy my dog. I don't care if the I, love- I don't care if the praise break happened in a funeral. I, if it's a praise right, right, break, right, right. I'm going to press play. <laughs> So I get you. We are not saying. I got to go to
8: church with you. I got to go to church with you. You
7: are welcome. Listen, (laughs) I I think for me, where I say where I say that um, I'm seeing parts of um, my journey and your journey, your journey and my journey. I just remember my relationship with Christ was not fortified until I got on the road in 1999 because we Uh couldn't be in church all the time.
6: Mm, mm, we could,
7: yep. we I we could not, and people don't believe it, but um, Beyonce's mom is Tina. She did not play about Sundays. If we couldn't go to church, we were mm. reading our Bibles. Our vocal coach, um, actually was actually our intercessor. So mm. there are times we it was a flip phone at the time, but then had a speakerphone. We we didn't. It wasn't. Uh, what do we have today? It wasn't iPhones today. Um, but. T- it was a razor. Right. We did have razor, and we did. Yeah, it sure was Motorola. <laughs> boop, boop. So yes, and 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 then the 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 two ways did eventually come out. Yeah, yeah. Um, but I, I'm I'm just saying, like sometimes I think um, your relationship with Christ gets stronger, and it also and it it it's telling about what you Dante decide to go to when stress comes your way because they could mm-hmm. you could go somewhere else to release it
5: Facts.
7: You, you, Facts. you absolutely could and I just I'm thankful your album is absolutely amazing y'all y'all can play it all the way from track one all the way to 14 yeah I, yeah. I wish there were 10 more tracks on here that's how much you, you, you like it
8: you like the record
7: I love the record I I'm telling you every single every single song I'm different because I understand. I understand the journey. I understand the R&B I love, and then you bring in Majesty. You bring you bring in the yeah. worship songs. You you bring in the songs that people can still sing on a Sunday, and then you bring in yeah. the song where okay, if you're in love, there's yeah. a, there is a song on here for you. Yeah. If you if you're contemplating hope, if you're contemplating yeah. should you even be alive, wow. Like I'm looking at the lyrics.
8: Yeah, yeah. So yeah,
7: I, I feel like also y'all listen to the lyrics to see if what you think was said was said.
8: Come on, <laughs> that's a word. <laughs> that's a word.
7: That's a word. That's a word. And um, I I I have I have I have many other thoughts, but I know you've got to go. Um, I, just the thing with your fashion. Yeah. I even like the shirt you got on now.
8: Kid Super, dress me. Come <laughs> on,
7: Kid Super. Kid Super, if if that shirt comes in a small, let me know. If not, I'll belt it and maybe put. <laughs> put some boots on and, and, yeah, and, yeah. and cinch it. I I don't know, but Kid Super DM me so I can see where he got it, where he got it. Um, How did that happen for you professionally? Because you're not only in in music, but you're in fashion. You've been modeling the pictures, the textures and the tones on the photos are beautiful. Mm.
8: Thank you so much. I mean, Maybe a few years ago, I got into fashion and now, you know, my my stylist is the men's editor of Vogue. Shout out to Michael. And so he, you know, has opened a lot of doors for me in Vogue. I walked for Tommy Hilfiger. I've been, you know, dressed by Dolce Gabbana. And uh, the list goes on and on now. Really, at this point, it's been three years of consistency Next week, I will go to Ralph Lauren. Do Ralph Lauren, and uh, not next week. Sorry, uh, in two weeks, I would do Ralph Lauren in London and uh, Vogue World. And it's just been a whirlwind. I, I truly do feel like God is being super nice and gracious to me because I've always loved fashion, but didn't expect it to happen on this scale until a lot later in my career. Because a lot of gospel artists aren't allowed to even attend certain shows, let alone walk or do anything like that. You know, they don't usually think about us when they're dressing people for carpets. Yeah. And that sort. And because, but you've, I mean, you've been there, done that. You've done all of it. So, but I, I just, I feel grateful that, um, that I am allowed to do it and also show my Christian, uh, my fellow Christian brothers and sisters too, that like, yo, like this is accessible to us, but you have to dream. Sometimes a lot of people don't want to dream big because of fear and anxiety. And what people might say or do. But, you know, I think uh, I want to be the poster child for that. (laughs) Yeah.
7: Yeah. Yeah. Dante, thank you for being with us. We're excited about the collective, the music that you've got that's coming out and just um, excited about what it is that you do in music, fashion, acting like do it all.
8: Thank you so much, Michelle. This is awesome. I love do it
7: all. Do it all. Um, I don't know if you've got a fashion line coming out, but do it all. (laughs) Okay. All right. Love you so much. Hey, y'all. Listen. You know, it's it's so good to talk to people for yourself. You know, I truly enjoyed my conversation with Dante. Certainly too, because I enjoy. His music, I enjoy, um, his writing style, his arranging. And, um, as you heard, we were even talking about the tone of his voice. It's so unique. Um, when you hear him, you'll know, okay, that's, that's Dante Bo. So I'm so excited. And, um, I think the encouraging thing too in this episode is to don't let anybody put you in a box. You know, right now you might be in school. Now excel in that finish and complete. But you might be a dancer who can do great things in the art space. You might be a baker, you know, but you can also sing. So don't let anybody put you in a box. Utilize all of your God given gifts. All right. Heck, y'all might see me with a commercial cleaning company one day I love to clean I love to clean my toilet scrub them honey I scrub I scrub all the evilness out of the toilet you just never know so don't put anybody in a box give people room to evolve give people room to explore you know what i mean so i love y'all so much and thank you so much for checking in i hope this episode truly 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 inspires you Checking in with Michelle Williams is a production of iHeartRadio and The Black Effect. For more podcasts from iHeartRadio, visit the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you listen to your favorite shows.
2: at and connects an ode to podcasts. Connect the alarm. Change the podcast you stream. Connect the snooze. Ten more minutes to dream. Connect the shower. Lather up with the news. Sports
1: talk, comedians, or movie reviews. Connect with that three-hour philosophy show,
2: Change the drive to Work, in traffic so slow. Connect the dishes to voices that glow. Thank you to the geniuses of spoken audio. Connect the stories, change your perspective. Connecting changes everything. AT&T. I'm
1: Tamika D. Mallory. And it's your boy, my son, the general. And we are your hosts of TMI.